Waiting until the last minute is just a way of life for some people. Can you get the job done? Will there be enough time? Or will you crash and burn in a long chase through the skylanes of Coruscant in a stolen speeder? So the last time we saw John Shondongus, he left a path of destruction behind him in Little Onderon. That's right. An undisclosed amount of time has passed since then. Mm-hmm. And today is the day. An officer is coming over to John Chandangas' apartment to take off his ankle monitor. Yeah, you know, I really, really, I'm not surprised to hear this. <laughs> I really was thinking about how he's going to have an ankle monitor. It's, it just makes sense for him. Somebody like John Chandangas is probably wearing an ankle monitor more often than he is not wearing an ankle monitor. Yeah, it's true. Does John Shondagas have a girlfriend with a kid? What do you want to do? Yeah, I think he has a he has a girlfriend with a kid. It's actually not his, um, you know, child by birth. <laughs> and I think the kid probably likes John Shondagas. Yeah, this this kid thinks John Shondagas is very very smart <laughs> and hardworking. Yeah, and the world is his only problem. John Shondagas's problems are that the world is against him. Yeah, that's true. What's this kid's name? And what's John Chandangas' girlfriend's name? Okay, the kid is named Vito. With a V? <laughs> I, I was thinking with a B. Okay, Vito. Vito. Mm-hmm. And his girlfriend is uh, Tiffany. <laughs> uh, because why, it's I don't fun know to why say. That's so funny. <laughs> because it's funny to say in a. Pittsburgh accent. Yeah. And uh, Tiffany and Beto are white Nictos. Okay. I guess they're called pale Nictos. Are they in the Star Wars lore? <laughs> they have uh, grayish skin. We'll call them mountain Nictos. There's one in um, one episode of Resistance. But they have, like, whitish skin and fins on the side of their face. No hmm. horns. Seems like there's some diversity in how Nictos look. Yeah, there's, like, um, six different... I see that. Sort of subspecies or nicto races or however you want to say it. Mm-hmm. Today is the day before the most magical day of the year. It's Life Day Eve. What is John Shondagas doing? Uh, well, should I? Uh, you can tell me if I should answer this. Is what time of day is it right now? What time of day does John Shondagas get up? It's about, you know, 11 a.m. right now, and uh, John Shondagas is waking up. He's waking up to a, a knock on the door. He wakes up in uh, his favorite recliner mm-hmm. where he has spent the evening. A couple of bottles laying on the ground next to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He hears a knock at the door, startles him awake. Whoa, oh, what the heck is that? There's another Who knock. Who could that be? Do they have any idea what time it is? I got a right mind to... Well, better see who it is. Mr. Shondagas, open up the door. Uh, there's, uh, there's no Shondagas here. My name's, uh, Griff. John, I know it's you. Open up the door. John would know this voice as his parole officer. Uh, he peeks through the peephole just to confirm. Uh, John sees a seven-foot-tall... Duros, blue skin, red eyes. It's his old buddy Mickey. Uh, he opens the door. Oh, hey Mickey, how you doing? I didn't, uh, I didn't recognize you. I thought you were a prowler. There's been, there's you, you heard, you've heard me talk about the prowlers. The, the old prowlers again. You know what time it is? Oh, how could I forget? No, I don't know what time it is. I forgot. Well, you have a seat. Today's your lucky day. All right, don't mind if I do get off these feet now i'm about to take this thing off you off your leg and you're gonna be without without a ankle monitor which means i can't watch what you're doing but don't forget that i'm watching you he presses a little electronic card to the side of john chandangas's leg and the ankle monitor that he's been wearing for 
an undisclosed amount of time, comes off. And there's a tan line. Ah, sweet freedom. Now don't... Uh, don't, don't you worry, Mickey. I'll be good. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. Happy Life Day. And, uh, and a happy Life Day to you as well. You take care now, Mickey. Don't let the, don't let the door hit you. And <laughs> Mickey leaves with a backward glance at John Chandongas because he knows that it's going to be sooner rather than later that he sees him again. John Chandongas is kind of like bending so that Mickey can continue to see him as he walks out the door and he's just waving a little bit. <laughs> Happy Life Day! Does John decorate for Life Day? Let me think about that. You can see in the uh, on his kitchen counter there looks to be some kind of globe-like object but it is wrapped in brown paper and it it has a little note on it that says deliver to Tamari <laughs> and it has Tamari's address great I don't think John actually got that I think Tiffany got that for John to give to Tamari that's right mm-hmm. and other than that there are no decorations in the house mm-hmm. so John's a free man what is the first thing he's going to do with his uh, his little ankle bracelet off? Yeah, he's sitting in his chair. He's kind of rubbing his ankle. He's like, well, uh, freedom. Been spending a lot of time thinking about what I was going to do as soon as I got this off. But uh, I never did quite decide on exactly what I wanted to do. Because <laughs> there's just so many things a guy like me could do out in the world with, with no ankle bracelet and all the all the potential in the world. Well, I guess I'll go visit some of my neighbors. <laughs> it's been a while. They probably miss me. I'm sure they do. I better take this present with me too. So he grabs his he grabs his globe that's kind of wrapped in brown paper and strolls out the door. He goes out his back door and into the little garden area. What's what's John wearing? Yeah, I thought that you were gonna ask this. You should probably be wearing something different. Slightly different than last time. Maybe like actual pants. Okay, he's got he's got his large boots uh, untied, as per usual. That's sometimes he ties them, but uh, he just forgets. Are they like the like yellow suede worker boots? Yep, yellow suede worker boots. He's got a pair of uh, gray, dark gray slacks on with a belt. Wow, uh, still, I guess they're not this slacks. Like still a little loose, even with it's the a belt. Little loose. Oh, yeah. What's the weather like outside? It's winter. It's scheduled Mm. winter, so it's a little colder. It's not super unpleasant, because why would you schedule the weather to be something unpleasant? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, he has on a white um, cut-off (laughs) t-shirt. Is there a logo on it? Yeah, and there's a logo, and the uh, logo is for it's a, it's for a sporting team a sporting team <laughs> it's either going to be sports or or some kind of like beer yeah is it the the coruscant night crawlers yeah and it has kind of like this big giant worm <laughs> big ne- uh, that's like neon that's, worm yeah big worm the coruscant night crawlers he has cut the sleeves off himself of course why would you need those and uh Trying to decide if he should grab a jacket on the way out, just to throw on top. Just grab his robe. Yeah, he hasn't been out of the house in a while. He might have forgot to buy a a jacket. I could picture him in a um, dad style sweatshirt, like real tight in the collar, real tight around the wrists. Oh yeah, same sports team. Very very tight, uh, hooded sweatshirt. It's a it's a pullover. it's It's a hoodie. Yeah. I was thinking just a... Oh, no no hood? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Was that a crew collar? Yeah. So in case you end up editing uh, all of what we just <laughs> set out, I'll just get to the point. He's wearing a very tight pullover sweatshirt, no hood. I'm going to say that it is, it's he- it's kind of a heathery gray. Mm-hmm. Yep. And there is a logo on the front of the Coruscant Nightcrawlers, very his favorite faded. sporting team. Yep. Yeah, it's it's he's had this sweatshirt mm, more than yeah more than ten years. Yeah. 
and then he's got some dark um, pants, work pants. They're a little bit worn from uh, wearing them to work. And also sitting on the couch. Mostly sitting on the couch. Mostly sitting on the couch. So yeah, he's dressed for the season. Mm-hmm. And his work boots. And his work boots. And uh, so he heads out into the little square behind his apartment. Um, he sees his elder vine climbing up the wall, wiggling a little bit. He sees his Japor snips growing. It's never so cold here that you wouldn't be able to keep your garden going. Uh, the apartment across the way is still empty after Jim Sachs disappeared. Oh, he better never show his face around here again. And the other apartment across the way, you can see the lights on behind the pink curtains. Oh boy, it's been a while. Well, tis, tis a season, I suppose. Uh, he's gonna walk over and, I guess, give Tammy <laughs> this gift. <laughs> Just need a Tammy scene. <laughs> So uh, he he waltzes up and knocks on the door. Uh, the door opens, and you see Tammy. Uh, oh, John, to what do I owe the pleasure? Hello, Tammy. I think you left this on my doorstep. <laughs> oh, what's that? Well, uh, uh, maybe the mail got got screwed up because uh, it, says, it says for Tammy or uh, Tamari. Uh, it was in front of my house. John, did you get me a Life Day present? Tammy, every single year we go through this. No, I did not get you a Life Day gift, and I and uh, I guess I'm sorry. Uh, but John, you, thank you. I I know this is from you. Come come in, come in. I I don't. I, no, come in. You have to come in. I just made cookies. Uh. You know what? Uh, I don't think I'm gonna go. I'm going in this time, Tammy. <laughs> it, it smells so good. I made the ginger tree cookies. The, 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 they're the best. Uh, I'm gonna gonna have to take a rain check on that. I I've got some stuff I gotta take care of. This is my first day out. I I got a lot of things to do. I got people to see. So uh, here's your thing. Take care. Bye. <laughs> At least take some cookies to go. No thanks. See ya. Bye, John. Uh, so he he waltzes off and thinks to himself, "I had months months to plan on what I was gonna do when I got out, and this was what I chose to do. I think I'm going back home." So you walk back across the square into your apartment, and I will do you the favor of flipping one of these dark side points over, okay? Because you have a missed call on your comlink. Oh, look at that! I'm so. I'm so popular. Let me take a look here. You see that it's from Tiffany, your girlfriend. Oh, what could Tiffany want? Oh no, I must have forgot something. So you press play on the on the com link, and you hear a message from Tiffany. Hey John, I was hoping you were still coming over to, uh, for life day dinner. Uh, Beto, Beto, it's been missing you the, not lately, and um, you got that present right. The one we talked about? Well, I'll uh, see you later. Oh, no. The present. Uh, oh, oh, Tiffany's gonna kill me. This is gonna be the worst. This is gonna be the worst life day that Beto has ever had. And I don't even know what the present is supposed to be. <laughs> it's like a... It's like a... It's like a guy. He's shiny. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to uh, use all of my cunning <laughs> to get this this answer out of Tiffany. Uh, so he's gonna pick up the phone. He's gonna he's gonna redial the uh, comlink. It rings twice and Tiffany answers. Oh, hey John, we still on for a uh, night? Oh yeah, we're on. We're you know we're on. I uh, I was just uh, just calling to check on some stuff. Beto's so excited that he's going to get to see you. Oh, I'm excited to see him. You know I love that little guy. And, uh... I got the, uh, thing. Oh, you got Mando Man. That's right, He's going to be so excited. Man. And, uh, he's got a little piece of paper next to his phone. He just writes Mando. Man. <laughs> he, like, says it while he writes it. Mando Man. Underline, underline, exclamation point. 
yeah, he's the one. He's he's real shiny. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, you did get it right. Of course, I got Mando, man. Through <laughs> deception check. <laughs> you get a boost because you're doing it over the phone. You can't see what your face looks like. Okay, deception check. It's gonna be two purples, but we're gonna add a black because you've failed her before. But I get a boost. Yeah. Oh no. I got three failures <laughs> with three advantages. <laughs> of course I got Mando Man. Who wouldn't have got Mando Man by this time of year? You know that's the most popular toy of the year. Everywhere's gonna be sold out of it. You need to get it. Uh I told you. He's gonna already... be so disappointed. Just just tell me what Mando Man looks like and I'll I'll go out and I'll find one, don't you worry. John, if you don't have Mando Man, don't come over tonight. Definitely, please. Uh don't don't you worry. I got this. When have I ever uh let little Beto down before? I'm not gonna answer that. Um, can I use your advantages. My advantages. Uh -huh. Tiffany, just just tell me what he looks like. He's, I just gotta know. He's he's got a shiny silver helmet, one shiny pauldron, one shoulder, Mandalorian armor. He's got a big disruptor rifle on his back. Wait, wait, you're going too fast. Ma what's Mandalorian armor? You serious? It's a helmet with a T-shaped visor. Okay. Uppercase or lowercase? Uppercase. Alright, continue, Tiffany. Mando Man action figure's got a real working rocket launcher on one arm. It's got a string shooter on the other one. And he comes with a... No, I don't want to spoil the show. It doesn't come with a... <laughs> oh, you just did. <laughs> He's got a cape. Don't get Baxter. Nobody likes Baxter. Alright, let me write that down. Don't get Baxter. So he's got like a string shooting arm. He's got a rocket launcher. Alright. You sure I can't just make this? No, you can't make it. All the other kids are gonna have one. Alright. Alright, fair enough. Well, I gotta go. I gotta go find Mando, man. See ya. In a couple of hours, Tiffany. I'll I'll be there with bells on. If you don't have it, forget it. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. I've got this. Don't forget we've got the we've got the the life day pageant at seven. Seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. Me... Life day pageant. You better be there. Gives me like gives me like seven hours or something to get this Mando man. This is gonna be easy don't you worry okay john i'll, I'll see you later all right you take care tiffany i'll see you soon goodbye you hang up and he uh holds up his uh drawing <laughs> of mando man <laughs> that's not too bad this looks pretty cool actually it's <laughs> pretty accurate it's got like a rocket launcher arm that's great i like this I'm gonna get myself one of these, it's gonna be easy. So he stuffs the drawing into his pocket. Uh, he just takes a look around the room for anything that he might need. Is there anything in particular you're looking for? No. There is nothing that he is looking for. After his last uh, incident, did he like Tammy's Peppo, Peppo sticks so much he got one for himself? Uh, he looks over in the corner and sees a... I'll flip a light for this. Okay. Uh, so I'm flipping this to dark. He looks over in the corner and sees a long rod-shaped package that says, To John Shondongus with love. <laughs> Signed, Tammy? Signed, Tammy. The I in Tammy has a heart over it. Yeah. Because of course uh, she spells it with an I. Yes. Yes, of course. <clears throat> okay, let me get you stats for that weapon. 
you can just give me a gaffy stick. So John unwraps this stick-shaped package. What does a pepu stick look like? Um, do you know, and or do I? Am I making this up? You're making it up. We made it up. Oh, I thought it was a thing. No, it's not a thing. <laughs> a, is it a pepu stick or a pebu? P-E-P-U. This uh, pepu stick is actually very nice. It seems to be pretty new. It is made out of some very hard metallic-like um, composite material. Most of the... Uh, I think the the stick part is Rorscher tree. It's the tree from Kashyyyk. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so it's, it's made out of a very hard um, tree. I mean, it's very hard wood. And it has sort of like a, a grippy, leathery section that is most of the middle of the stick. You give a sniff. Oh, it smells like a, it smells like a brand new car. <laughs> Were you going to tell me what it smells nope, like? Nope, that's good. <laughs> Does it have any kind of like weapon-like like pointy protuberances? It's probably got a club. I, I picture it sort of like a gaffy stick. Where oh, so it has, one like, side's it has hard like a and little... One side's jagged. So it has kind of like a, a heavy club-like end that is kind of like a a short cylinder like it's a little bit wider than the rest of the stick and then the other end has uh actually sort of curves and it's almost a little crowbar like with a little hook okay what, what do you think about that yep cool that's that is what a pepu stick is the only only change i would make if you didn't want it to be a cylinder it could be a bean a bean oh so you can <laughs> like grab a, onto like a big it. metal bean on the other on the one end okay so it's got kind of like a big metal bean on one end, which has a nice kind of grip to it. You could use this as a a pebu stick can be used from everything from a crowbar to a walking stick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it puts a little pepu in your stepu. Okay. So John's got a shiny new pepu stick and he mm-hmm. heads out from his apartment. John lives in Little Onderon. For the moment, the future forward galactic apartments across the street have halted after what the news was calling an unfortunate incident yeah there's a there's a sign that is half smashed that it's probably somehow john john's <clears throat> fault i'm gonna try and call him john john because we call him john shondongus every single time we refer to him <laughs> that's because it's just good to say okay well, we'll just keep saying it i i had some idea that i've already almost lost in my head where the sign says the biggest little Onderon in the galaxy. Uh, little Onderon. Uh, anyway, okay, <laughs> let's continue. Where's the first place that John's gonna head? Uh, where do people buy things? There's like a, there's like a shopping center around here somewhere. I, I know there's one very very close. That uh, that place I go to buy all of my pants. Yes. Yes, I'm picturing it in my mind's eye, and I think it's this direction, and he just starts walking. John walks down Famba Avenue in Little Andron. He passes by the other set of apartments, which have gone up at this point, and all of the, the young people with lots of money are moving in. And he passes Bronctoni, Bival Cuisine, and about never two- gone, Never going back there. About two more blocks down, he comes to a, a large store where you can buy, you know, pants and whatever, like, pharmaceutical stuff. Sometimes they've got a, they've got a small store, uh, toy section. Oh, yeah. I knew this was here. I, I mean, I come here all the time. This is where I buy I buy all of Beto's, little Beto's wonderful gifts at this store where I can also buy my pants. It's a store named Taggart's. Oh, I love this place. Taggart's, they got everything. All right, well, this is going to take about 15 minutes. I'm back on the couch in no time. So John walks into Taggart's, and the crowds here are wild. John has never seen so many people squished into one place, and everybody is frantic, pulling stuff off shelves. The store is a complete mess. And uh, the lines at checkout are are mile long. Holy moly! Look at all these people. This is making me dizzy. 
I think I know where where to go. Uh, he's just gonna kind of push his way through the crowd. He pushes his way through the crowd to the toy section. You see all sorts of cartoony toys and toy blasters and all that sort of stuff. From from a distance, over the crowd, he sees what can only be Mando Man. It's a big hologram projecting Mando Man. He's doing all sorts of moves with, with his blasters and it looks like he sticks out a fist and hollow projected flames shoot out of his one of his launchers and as he gets closer to the Mando Man projection I flip a dark side point because on the shelves nothing but his sidekick Baxter let me see here let me get my picture out so Baxter is uh, he, he wears a jumpsuit it's uh, red and yellow and he looks basically like a, a tall green bunny with long ears. Oh, let's see. It says, don't get that one. That one's no good. Okay. So I got to get this this hologram guy. Kind of like my drawing better, but... So there's a store clerk restocking the shelves with a bunch of Baxters and toy versions of Mando Man's wrist cuffs that shoot little rockets and his his disruptor rifle. John John Shandongus is gonna walk up to the guy unloading all this stuff. And he walks up to him, and what is this person? They are a, probably like teenage Faline. They've got green skin and a little black ponytail on the back. A little, little bit pimply, wearing the classic red shirt of Taggart's. Ah, uh, that shirt, unmistakable. They know just where my pants are. I'll be. I, they'll answer all my questions. Excuse me, my uh, my young friend. Uh, hey, wh- what can I do for you? Well, if you don't mind, if you can hear me in this very very loud story you've got here, which I don't really appreciate very much, could you happen to uh, direct me towards Mister uh, Mando Man here? You're looking for a, the Mando Man doll? That's that's correct. That's right. You. <laughs> You did a good job hearing me in this loud <laughs> store. Um, that doll sold out two weeks ago, and we haven't gotten a new shipment in. Um, it's like it's just like the most popular toy this year, and it's been sold out everywhere. It's sold out. You don't have any? No. No, no. We we got plenty of Baxters for you. No, no, no. I got a note right here. Can you read this? It says it right here. Um, do, don't, don't get Baxter. That's right. So what are we going to do to help me get Mr. Mando Man here with the rocket launcher arm? I, mean, I can order one in for you and we'll probably have it in about two weeks. No, no, no. That's not going to work. <laughs> Gotta have Mando Man by 7 p.m. this evening or Tiffany is going to lose her cool. Do you hear me, buddy? And you know what happens if Tiffany loses her cool? What? Th- that's when I become Mr. Mando Man, all right? Um, I'm sorry, sir. This, I can't. There's nothing I can do. See a stick here? This, this is my rocket launcher arm. I'm going to need you to point me in the right direction for Mr. Mando Man. You are threatening this teenager. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's, he would never really hurt a teenager probably but uh a young person like this uh innocent worker but sometimes he uses a little coercion to get answers he needs um you get a tap on the shoulder uh, excuse me sir ah another red shirt to help me find my pants and or mr mando man uh, billy is this is everything okay here do you need do you need help with anything well, this guy's looking for Mando Man, and he's not—he's not taking no for an answer. We—we we just got Baxters. We just got a whole shipment of Baxters, and I'm—I'm I'm sorry, sir. We sold out of Mando Man two weeks ago. I'm afraid there's nothing I can do unless you want to take a rain check. In. About two weeks, uh, we'll, we'll have Mando Man here. Two weeks is two weeks too long, buddy. Uh, we gotta have Mando Man ASAP. This this guy is wearing a little 
badge on his shirt that says manager Steven and um, Steven is a Chevin. Do you remember the original drawing that you did of the um, guy who worked in the garage, the Whippet? Yes. With like the really long face? Yes, and the tie. That's a Chevin. Oh. The guy who worked in the garage was a Whippet. So Steven, the manager, he's got a really long sort of elephant face with uh, big tusks at the bottom. And he's a very large person. He's about three times as wide as you and a little bit taller. Uh, excuse me, uh, Steven, Big Chevin, but uh, if you can't provide me with Mr. Mando Man, then I might just have to take my business elsewhere. I don't appreciate your tone, sir. Only my friends call me Steven the Chevin. And well, if you're uh, threatening my employees, I think I'm going to have to ask you to leave. Well, you don't have to ask me twice, Mr. Steven the Chevin. Hey, hey, do you need me to call security in here? Oh, please, I'll give him a piece of my mind, too. Send him on in here. He <laughs> grabs at his collar where there's a little comlink. There's, uh, security. Hey, hey, Phil. Uh, we got a, we got a problem. Uh, problem customer. That's right, Phil. We got a big sir, problem. Sir, sir, please stay back. We, we have a problem customer near the near the Mando Man Hollow. Uh, if you if you could come here, I think you we're gonna need an escort out of the building. The little uh, you know Falling boy is like falling. Oh man, the Falling is falling back. <laughs> He's falling back. He's cowering a little bit. So, sir, are you gonna be able to see yourself out, or are we waiting for? my friend Phil. Let me think about that. Yeah, you know what? Let's, uh... I can't decide what's, what I want to do. <laughs> Is there any reason I want to see Phil? Probably not. Unless I can turn Phil into something I can use. Uh, you know what? I don't think I need to see Phil or you, Stevin the Chevin, anymore. I'm out of here. Good. It is good. Here, here. Wait, turn around. You turn around. No, come back here. Come back. Why? Why? What do you need? He holds up uh, his little data pad and takes a takes a picture of you. You're banned from the store. No! Where am I gonna get my pants at now? Some, God, I hate this place. Somewhere else. Oh, I will burn this place and everything you own down, Stevin the Chevin. Mark my words. This isn't over. At that point, Phil gets there. Uh, Phil is a basilisk. He's got both of his pairs of arms crossed it's time for you to go sir yeah you're not so tough phil see you later have a good life day <laughs> john pushes his way out of the crowd out through the crowd and out of taggart's into the busy life day eve traffic in little Onderon. well that was a waste of my time where do i go next i don't know that many stores i don't think john would ever leave little Onderon unless he really had to yeah he he was he could hardly even remember this store existed because the last time he bought his pants was probably five years ago he's one of those people that like driving a half an hour is is like driving across the planet yeah he has not really left little Onderon. he can't remember the last time he left so i guess i'm gonna have to go where's like the mall at let me think. I got uh, I got an idea. Is, does he have his uh, comlink with him? Probably. Because it's like his cell phone, right? Yeah. He probably doesn't like, know how to use it very well. They're not like smartphones. No. They're like walkie-talkies. Yeah. Yeah. This is a universe where you have your separate data pad and comlink. And they cannot do the same thing. All right. Let me see here. Uh, this button. I got to call little Beto and ask him. Ask him where the mall's at. <laughs> so he calls. I don't know if if Vito has a separate. Yeah, I think phone. I think Tiffany's that, a little bit more with the times than uh, John. So yeah, Vito's probably got a got a comlink, even though he's like seven. Is he like ten? Yeah, he's like ten. Yeah. So the comlink rings twice, and Vito answers. Hi, John. 
I knew you'd call. <laughs> oh, it's good to hear from you, little Beto. I just got a quick couple questions for you. Are you going to come over for dinner tonight? Are you going to come to the pageant with us tonight? I'll be there with my red robe on. You always say that. Are you really going to come tonight? You betcha. And I'm going to have Mr. Mondo Man with me. <gasps> really? I guarantee it. I can't believe you got Mando Man. My neighbor, Frilly, he already got his Mando Man. Is that right? And uh, where did uh, Frilly get their Mondo Man? Frilly said his dad got it at the mall downtown. The mall downtown. God, I don't want to go downtown. All right. All right. That's great. That seems like that's where I got mine, too. And uh, just in case I need to know, where's Frilly live? (laughs) He's our neighbor. All right, all right, right next to your house. Okay. All right, little Beto, I'm going to see you in a couple hours. Yippee! Bye. Click. <laughs> oh, no. I got to go downtown. Well, how am I going to do that? Uh, I'm going to flip my light side point. Uh-huh. He thinks for a minute and reaches down into his boot, and he's going to pull out jim sacks keys mm-hmm. to his convertible car yeah i was waiting for that well i thought these would come in handy eventually i think i still remember how to drive <laughs> john heads back to the old apartment and goes uh, around the back to the garage uh i think the garage is is manual and he lifts up the the door and inside is a lovely convertible it's convertible, right? Yep, it is convertible. Yeah. What's it what's it look like? It is kind of a seafoam greenish blue. It looks sort of vintage. It's very wide. It, it's very, very wide. It I barely fits in the garage. I think Jim Sachs probably didn't even drive it very much because he worked pretty close by. Mm-hmm. It's I can't remember. Did John do damage to it? Like I know he went upstairs and like ripped up Jim Sachs' pillows and bed. Knocked I think he a bunch meant- of stuff in the kitchen. I think he meant to do damage to it, but did not really uh, go through with it. Got distracted, but the trunk is still popped yeah. from from weeks or months ago when he rifled through Jim Sack's uh, convertible. All right, so John jumps in Jim Sack's old convertible, starts it up. Mm-hmm. It's very loud, and um, let's do a piloting planetary trek. So this might come as a shock. And maybe I'll take a boost for him have not um, driven in a while. A setback? Uh, sorry, a setback. But yeah. he is actually pretty good at pilot, piloting planetary. He's got his license. Uh, yeah, we're going to give you a setback, though, because it has been a long time. You're rusty. But why is he so good at driving? Or is he normal at driving? Well, because he drove a, a big piece of construction equipment. Okay, that makes sense. So what's my difficulty? Uh, average, two. So, this is crazy. You got a triumph. I got a complete complete wash with a triumph. Okay. So that is a failure, though. You're counting the success from the triumph in the wash? Yeah. Okay. John pulls out of Jim Sack's garage and pulls around the building onto Famba Avenue. He thinks he knows the way downtown, but it's been a while since he's been behind a wheel. So he's, he's driving along. And he can't, he just can't understand why everyone's going so slow. What is going on here? Everybody's going about, I don't know, like a quarter of par second, an hour. So yeah, everybody in the main sky lanes, the main sky lanes is just going really slow. And I think John would decide to maybe take a, take a shortcut. No, this, this is not for me. I got to show people have forgotten how you drive in a city. Everything has changed. This makes no sense. I'm going to show him how, how I've done it my whole life. So John pulls out of the sky lane and barely gets a, a mile before he sees lights in his rearview mirror. Oh, this is all I need. There's a clone cruiser right on his tail with their lights on. I'm trying to get John to pull over. Uh, you know, any other day, I'm a tax-paying, law-abiding citizen. But on Life Day Eve, 
There's no clones that are going to upset Lil' Beto if I've got not anything to do with it. Does John pull over? Or no? Not a chance, clones. <laughs> not not I'm... a chance. <laughs> Let's see what this baby can do. <clears throat> so what does uh, John do? Just speeds up? Yeah, he's speeding up. All right, you hear uh, the loudspeaker. Hey, pull over. You're speeding. What's what's that? No, can't, I can't hear you. I'm going too fast. I can't hear that. Sir, you're going to have to pull over. You're speeding and you're driving in an undesignated area. Oh, why am I even trying to talk to this guy? I should know better at this point. I'm going to take a shortcut, an extra shortcut. Sir, if you don't pull over, we're going to have to add reckless endangerment and resisting arrest to the list. You have a triumph. This is certainly going to be reckless, and I certainly am resisting. So he's going to take a shortcut down a very narrow alley that is basically a 90 degree turn that he needs to make. All right, so I need a another piloting planetary. Okay. It's, this one's going to be hard. Okay. I'm, do I have a setback still? Yeah, probably. You didn't shake the rust off. Okay. I got one success, and I got two threat. Okay. You take that turn a little faster than you should have, and the back end of Jim Sack's speeder hits the, the building to the right. You get a little further along, and you hear the clone cruiser also hit the building a little fast but they're still on your butt. The siren's still on. Oh, jeez. This guy doesn't know when to give up. Don't forget you got a triumph on that first one. What, do, what can I do with that? Well, Down the easy the thing is that if you get away with this, that's this is still Jim Sack's car with his license plate. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to, like, Grand Theft Auto, just get rid of all five stars right now and move on with my life. Mm -hmm. All right, so you were both able to take that turn, and the clones are going to try and catch up with you. I'm flipping up a light side or a dark side to light to upgrade their roll. So if I were to just keep trying to drive away and avoid being arrested, I would just keep rolling pretty pilot much. planetary checks. Yeah, yeah. But you've just upgraded their roll. Yeah, so they're rolling well to try and catch up to you if you want to continue running. How far am I from the mall? You're yeah, a couple miles away from the mall. Pretty quick in a speeder, not so fast on foot. I just gotta get I just gotta get a little bit closer to that mall before I decide what I gotta do next. Alright. You wanna roll one more? Yes. I'm gonna roll one more. I'll try and do something pretty crazy again. Okay, what's that? This is, gonna, this is the kind of decision making and rolling that gets not complicated but like heights and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. You got you just gotta be careful. Heights will kill ya. Yeah. Out of everything. Heights and space. Heights and space. Heights, heights and depths. Heights and the depths of space. He's gonna open up. I want him to look around in Jim Sack's car for anything that he can use. Oh, I remember something. There's an ice scraper in this car. <laughs> There's an ice scraper in the car. He uh, reaches around underneath the seat. He finds the ice scraper. Uh huh. And he is going to do a ranged light <laughs> attack. Okay. Uh, Good luck. And, and I'm going to flip my, my light side to upgrade one of my uh, one of my greens okay. to a yellow. So it's we're flying, be... you know, we're flying about 100 miles an hour. Yeah. Probably like 200 miles an hour since it's a high-speed chase. You can have a, a boost because all you have to do is pretty much let go of it. Oh, that's a good point. But also uh, a setback because you're going very fast. And what's the difficulty? Three. <laughs> All right. Good luck. Oh, this didn't go well. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't go that bad. I got a... Yeah, I got a failure. I got a failure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he says... Uh, he picks it up and says... Uh, uh, it's it's a little cold out here. You might need to scrape the ice off your windshield. And he lets the ice scraper fly at 100 miles per hour towards this uh, clone cruiser. And it just sort of flaps up and off to the right. Oh, jeez. Okay. Oh, well. <laughs> they are right on your butt now. 
they also got three threats on their roll to catch up to you. So, you, what do you want to do with those? I'm what I'm gonna I'm gonna flip a dark side over to light because your comm link goes off. Hello. Hey, John. Um. Hey, I was wondering if you could just pick something up on your way over. Of course, Tiffany. I've got all the time in the world for you. Are those sirens? No, no, that's the radio. Okay, well, um, if you could pick up a, a tip-yip on the way over, I'd like to make it for dinner. You got it, Tiffany. Is that... Do I buy it? Is it... Is it pre-packaged? Is it alive? <laughs> they come dead. You can buy it at the grocery store. Of course, I knew that. Well, I, uh... I think I got a call on the other line. I, I'll get that tip... That tip-dip. Did you get the thing yet? Oh, it's it's as it's as good as mine, Tiffany. Don't you, you worry. Haven't gotten none. The thing yet. I did. Did I? I didn't say that. Okay, take take your other call. It's fine. All right. See you soon. Okay. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> he's he's still driving. They have not caught him due to those <laughs> threats. Yeah. All right. I want. I'm gonna use my triumph. He's gonna perform a a planetary piloting maneuver. Okay. Where he will, uh, he's gonna, he looks around and he sees a silver, most of the dashboard's kind of silvery chrome. Mm -hmm. It's a Nubian, a Nubian def speeder. Definitely Nubian. This is a very high end, yeah. very shiny, yeah. very chrome. He's just gonna start pressing buttons. <laughs> okay. It's pressing buttons, flipping toggles. The windshield wipers are going. Mm -hmm. The radio um, starts blasting. Chandraza and the core drivers. It's like, oh, I, I love this song. <laughs> and what else happens? All the lights are going on and off on the inside and outside of the speeder. Oh, he pops the trunk. Uh-huh. And a bunch of little rubbish flies out of the trunk. Okay. Like an umbrella. Mm -hmm. And uh, a coat, and uh, I thought the only thing in the trunk was a porcelain baby. Well, the first thing that comes out is actually a concealed spare tire. Okay, great. Followed by uh, a little um, L wrench and some little parts. The uh, tire bounces off the clone cruiser's windshield, and the cruiser sort of fishtails a little bit, and the wrench comes out and goes uh, and sticks right in the windshield. Well, that was fortuitous. That's good. Does anything else come out? Jim Sachs was a foreman. He was a foreman. He might have He might have a toolkit in there. You're thinking a toolkit? It's like a definitely... bucket of paint. <laughs> that, seems, that seems like I would have to roll try another triumph for that. No, you, uh, you open the trunk and there's a bunch of crap in it. Bucket of paint is like end game for that clone cruiser mm -hmm. so yeah a bucket of paint flies out <laughs> after the wrench mm -hmm. and uh does its work <laughs> it also goes end over end and breaks open on the windshield of the clone cruiser and it breaks hard and you lose it the sirens fading in the distance well that was easy sorta <laughs> I guess it was, it was kind of medium hard. It wasn't too hard, but I think I am very, very close to the mall. Yeah, you find your way downtown. The skyscrapers are very tall here, and there's one large building that is a little lower to the ground, and that is the mall. The parking lot is completely full. There are speeders from one end of it to the other. There are speeder buses. Um, you see one unloading a group of old Klaatuinians, probably from one of the old Klaatuinian folks' home. And John Chandagas walks into the mall, and there is loud, obnoxious Life Day music blasting all over the speakers. There are fake Life Day trees everywhere. Big globes that look like, sort of like snow globes hanging from them, and more people than John Chandagas has ever seen. Oh boy, this is a nightmare. <laughs> Do it for little Beto. Do it for Tiffany. John makes his way to an interactive map. It's a big hologram. 
that shows the whole mall, all like 12 floors, and it's got a little directory. Let's see here. Is this interactive? It is. He uh, reaches out to touch this holographic map. Boop. What does he touch? He touches the first thing, the thing that is closest to his hand and his face. <laughs> it's the food court. You got Gungan noodles, you got Nubian noodles, a lot of noodles. Does it like talk or something? Does it? Maybe it does. I don't know. Hello, sir. What are oh. you looking for today? There's a f- face of a. What's something that's good at finding things? It's a, it's a face of a Gand, uh, because the Gands are known for their Feinsmen, hmm. appears on the screen. Hello, my name is Feinsman. What can I help you with? Hello there, Mr. Holographic Feinsman. I am looking for Mr. Mando Man. You can see here in the picture. So he looks like this. Are you looking for Mando Man the movie? Mando Man 2. Lost on... No, no, no. Stop right there. I'm looking for Mr. Mando Man, the action figure, and he looks like this. Mando Man action figure. You are looking for a toy store. That's right. And the the screen changes to show four different toy stores in the mall. You have multiple choices to find a toy store in the mall. Uh, which one's got the thing that I want? I am afraid I do not have inventory for each individual store in the mall. You will have uh, to visit each one individually. This is going to be horrible. You know that, Mr. Feinsman? You know, you know what time it is right now? The time is 2.45. So what you're telling me is I've got like four hours to figure out how I'm going to get this Mando. And I got four places to go to? There are four toy stores in the mall. All right, well, I better get started. Thank you, thank you very much for your help. Thanks for nothing. It has Goodbye. been my pleasure to assist you. I think John walks, like, straight through the hologram. Yep, kind of dissipates sparkling around him. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it doesn't. I forget how holograms work. No, that would, yeah, it would sort of fizzle around him like a okay. scrambled TV. Uh, you pass by Morgaldem's discount holodisc surplus on your way to the Jolly Toydarians. The toy is capitalized in Toydarian. Pretty good. <laughs> you push through the crowds and find yourself in front of the Jolly Toydarians. Oh boy, I'm not ready for this. Thanks for listening to another episode of Coruscant Nights. Thanks to Doug for playing John Chundongus. Check out Doug's art at voidboy.art. Our music is by Mark Everhart. You can find us on social media at Coruscant Night on Twitter, or you can email us at CoruscantNightsPod at gmail.com. Love the podcast and want to show your support? You can leave us a review on your favorite podcatcher. You can buy us a coffee at ko-fi.com slash Nights, or you can visit us on Patreon. Check it out at patreon.com slash Nights.